Welcome to Of Sound Mind and Spirit. I'm Shelley. And I'm Lisa. We're sisters walking together on a journey of faith. We're not perfect. And we definitely don't have all the answers. We're inviting you to walk with us as we explore ways we can better know and grow in our faith. Together. Welcome back to another episode from Of Sound Mind and Spirit. Happy anniversary, Shelley. Happy anniversary, Lisa. Can you believe it has been 15 years? No, I can't. <laughs> 15, 15 years. just sounds so long. 15 years since we started writing together, since the creation of, of Sound Mind and Spirit. I can still picture sitting in my office at the university writing what I think it should be for the title of this website we created. <laughs> and the website went live with our introduction post, February 18th, 2009. And it's a little different now on our website, but if you go to our About Us, that's really the genesis of what that introduction post said. I think the introduction post is still live. If you went all, all the way back. There's the scavenger hunt <laughs> to go back through over 600 different entries on the website to find it. Did we have over 600? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did not know the number. That's, that's kind of cool, actually. It is. Uh, wow. So 15 years ago, I, I would like to say I was not middle-aged when we started writing. And look what writing has done to me. I now have gray hair and I'm middle-aged. Thank you. I hate to tell you, you'd have the gray hair even if you weren't writing. <laughs> but you cover it so beautifully, Lisa. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so when we started writing, our kids were much younger. I think I had a two-year-old. I know I had a two-year-old. <laughs> no, our kids were little. My girls, and I only had girls then, uh, mm -hmm. were nine and six. Yeah. And they're grown and flown now. <laughs> Mine were seven, five, and two. You think about um, our, our early stuff was a lot about parenting littles and, and faith, you know, working through those first communions and, you know, all those little kid things and uh, getting pregnant at 40. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I say we've had a lot of changes. We've both celebrated some milestone birthdays, actually. Two, two that end in zeros. <laughs> and um, we both have changed jobs a few times, careers in the, in the 15 years. And we have said uh, goodbye to friends, loved ones, and family members in those Too 15 many. years. Lots of twists, turns, peaks, and valleys. But I really would say that if you look at the last 15 years, it really has been such a blessing that we, uh, you were harassing me, of course, about writing because I didn't want yes, to. Yes, I was. I because used you to kept always... calling me at the office and talking forever and ever. And I said, you have great <laughs> ideas. Why don't you write these down? Hint, hint. And then you won't call me for an hour in the middle of the workday. <laughs> and I would say I wrote enough in college and law school that I don't want to write anymore. <laughs> that was it. That was the end of my writing was law school. Yeah. But we both had the mommy blogs, remember, where we were basically scrapbooking our children's, you know, youth and telling all the funny right. stories there about lost teeth right. or learning to walk or birthday parties. And I would say 2009, 2008 really was 
kind of the height of blogging. It was such, I mean, everybody was doing it, mm -hmm. um, all topics, all the things. And so we did come together and start writing. And it really wasn't until we'd been going for a few months until about June that year that we really challenged ourselves, I'll say, to share our faith on the blog. We didn't initially start out as pure faith bloggers. We were a little more, I'll say all over the place. Well, Lisa, if you remember, I think we went to a Catholic conference in June and that's when we made the choice to start focusing more about sharing our faith. Because I know that when we were at that conference, that was the first time that I looked around at all of these other faith-based bloggers and realized how much I didn't really know about our faith and how much more there was to to know and to grow. I don't know about you, but I kind of felt like an imposter being there, almost like, um, guys, I don't think I'm Catholic enough because there's just a lot here that I don't know. I think it's kind of funny that it took you going to that conference to have that impression that you didn't know enough about the faith because I think i felt that my whole life. I mean, how many times has another Catholic said, how do you not know that? How are you even Catholic and you don't know that? <laughs> you know, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't get the handbook. You know, <laughs> like, dang, well, didn't realize, you know, we something about parish boundaries or whatever. You know? There are parish boundaries? <laughs> Is I don't think that's in the catechism. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so I I already, that's why it was a struggle for me to want to write about my faith because it was, it was really hard to put myself out there. It was difficult. We talked a lot in the very first episode of the podcast, God Loves Us, about how we were catechized as children in the 1970s and early 80s. So if you, you want to know a little bit more about what we did and didn't know and learn, you can go back and listen to episode one which is a good place to start. <laughs> <laughs> Always. But Lisa, you know what? It turned out that going back and looking at some of the early blog posts that we did in 2009, there I said it, that we were actually chronicling our own faith journey. Yeah, that's been such a really a, a beautiful thing about having this website and doing this work for the last 15 years is we have the writings on the website, but we also have all of these journals and notes and starts and stops and things that we never published. And gosh, it is to look back, to be able to sit and look back at my faith journey. And I was going to say how far I've come, but it's, but it's not really, your journey of faith isn't really a straight line. It's not just moving forward constantly. Your faith, there's peaks, there's valleys, there's twists and turns, things you have to learn and then maybe relearn later when life struggles hit you. Yes, it really is an adventure in how we can grow closer to God. But just like friendships have peaks and valleys, just like when we have friends that we see often or then we maybe don't see them for a while and then we come back to them. Sometimes our relationship with God is like that too. We get to know them and it's new and exciting and we we kind of feel like we do know them, but then we get distracted with something else that's shiny and new and then we have to come back to our, our good friend Jesus again. <laughs> or life hits those bumps. And I know that in the last 15 years, we've each had our own struggles and potholes and bumps. And it's in those times when 
you do have to sit and reassess and your faith is tested and you grow in ways that you sometimes wish you didn't have to. But I will say this, having been on this journey with you now for 15 years, I do feel like my trust in our faith and in Christ is strong. And I may not always know the why this is happening or how can this be happening, but I am so, so grateful that I have this rock that I can cling to in the moments when especially there's an unexpected death or you, you just don't know why this particular challenge is happening. And I know you've had your own experiences with that too, but, but when you fall to the bottom, if, if we didn't have faith, what would be there at the bottom that could give us that reassurance that, that we're still loved, that there is a plan that we don't understand, but we can praise God that he is with us during those sad times. Yes, we know that, I don't know if we knew this then, but we definitely know that being a Christian doesn't mean that you aren't going to struggle or you aren't going to have difficult times. There's going to be sacrifice. Yeah. If anything, being a Christian means that we are going to suffer. It's that our suffering has purpose and our suffering leads us to Christ on the cross. Mm -hmm. So sometimes when we do this podcast, because now we've transitioned from we, we solely write to now we talk. <laughs> That's on you. Out loud. It's For on other people fault. to listen to. <laughs> but sometimes it's it's difficult to remember that this, whether it's the, the writing, whether it's the podcasting, or just who we are out in the world away from our homes, it's not about proving that we're the best Catholic we're the best Christian that we're, that's not why we're doing this. I mean, that's, that's truly not from our hearts, not why we do this. We're not trying to prove to the world. This is really about you and I supporting one another on our journey of faith. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we can go back to the, the New Testament and you see the disciples were sent out in twos, in pairs, in order to support each other as they went to spread the good news and to share the message of Jesus Christ. And we are supposed to walk together and support one another. And so that's really the way I look at this, our writing adventure, our new podcasting adventure, us working together. This is how Christ is using us to support one another in our faith journey. And hopefully that we are inspiring and supporting others who come into our community of sound mind and spirit. You know, Lisa, you brought this up earlier that there have been some really good things that have come out of writing about our faith for 15 years and now the podcast. And one of them is that people are willing to talk to us about our faith. They know us now and they know that they can come to us with questions or just to chat about something that we've talked about before. And it's happened so many times. <laughs> I, Especially the, the first, I'd say, five or six years, I would have friends who I'd known for a long time who weren't Catholic, and they would come to me and they would say things like, I know that you're really comfortable with your faith. And because I've, I see what you put out there. And so I have questions. And we would, it would open this dialogue of what it means to be a Catholic. Or I, I got asked the other day in a store, um, I think 
I think that writing and sharing, there's also gives us this, um, we exude a little more maybe confidence about something. And so people just naturally feel free to ask us stuff. I was wearing nothing that screamed, I'm a Christian or I'm a Catholic. And I got asked a question. So it's interesting. At 20 years ago, this probably would have scared me to death. Um, <laughs> and now, well, now I'm curious, what was the question? It was about Lent. Was it Wednesday and you were wearing your ashes? No, I, I, I don't remember why they asked me. I might have said something, you know, it must have been a casual comment, you know, about Lent or purple or, but they, they did, they, were, they asked me about the fasting or giving up for Lent. That's so, so cool. It was the person who worked at the store. <laughs> I must have said something. You know, one of my best things that I remember was in this vein was, being at a restaurant writing while I was waiting for my daughter in preschool. This was a long time ago. And I was approached by Jehovah's Witnesses. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. And they, we spoke for probably, I would say 20 minutes at least. There were three of them, just me. And I remember feeling very just calm and we had a discussion and and I, I did write about it afterwards because what, what I really attributed it to is because I've been on this journey of articulating my faith, I think I felt more calm in the moment of being able to you know, have the discussion. Right. Because you weren't, it wasn't like you were trying to prove to each other anything, but you were able to find similarities or find differences and be mm -hmm. strong in saying, I, I hear you and I acknowledge what you're saying. And this is where I am and this is who I am and what I believe. And hopefully you can right. be respectful of mine too. Yeah. You mentioning that brings to mind a time, and I'll say I was in an office and I was talking to someone who is not of the Christian faith. And we were discussing some of the similarities where our faith overlaps. And a lot of that goes back to the Old Testament. But it was really interesting to see that and be able to have an, an I was going to use a churchy word, <laughs> an ecumenical discussion, a discussion Don't between faiths. that word. <laughs> that it was really nice that we were able to have a faith-based discussion, even mm -hmm. though we weren't of the same faith. And it was educational for me. And I didn't ask the other person whether it was educational for them, but <laughs> we, we met on that commonality of having faith mm -hmm. in God. And it was really, it was really a heartwarming moment is, is what I'll say. Mm -hmm. I, I would also say that having taken this on 15 years of, of writing about our faith, it is having, feeling that pressure to write constantly forced me to really be reflective about my journey of where I am. What do I believe? How often am I relying on Christ? Am I turning to God? You know, things like that. And, and really kind of sorting it out, I guess. What does my faith mean to me? How am I living it in the world? And watching for the ways that God is working in my life. Um, I can't say that before of sound mind and spirit that I spent a lot of time really paying attention to that. I think it was more, you know, I went to mass I prayed, but I didn't really spend a lot of time, you know, thinking about the broader pictures of, of what right. my faith meant in my life. I think for me, it was that I became more intentional 
about mm-hmm. looking for God. Writing meant that I was keeping a journal because all these ideas would pop into my head when we first started. <laughs> Do you remember we used we used to write the same day? Mm-hmm. And we'd, we'd put something up on the same day and then we finally had to say, hey, I've got an idea. You should let it sit there before you cover it with something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and we were I so excited. those days. I do. I was going to say, I miss the excitement of the idea and the sharing and the just just to put it out in the world. And there's sometimes, here's the, here's the bad part about the 15 years. You ready? I feel pressure. I feel that there is an expectation that I struggle really hard to live up to. And, and it might be that none of you, dear listeners, have this expectation of us, and it's in my head. And, and I am fully aware that that is a true, <laughs> that is really possible. But in my head, there is an expectation of what I write, how I write, how we speak, what do we present, what is successful, how many listeners do we have, how many you know readers do we have, you know, all of those measurements. And it's like the first time we were, where, where were we? We were in a small group of, um, I would say, CatholicMom.com writers. And they went around and were like, how many years have you been writing for Catholic Mom? And we were by far the longest writers there because we've been <laughs> writing for that, you know, for Catholic Mom. Um, I think I'm 15 yes. years and you're 14 years. And it's it's funny because then everyone else is going around the room going, well, I've written a book and I've done this and I've done this, you know, and you're like, I'm still writing my, <laughs> I'm still a writer. It was like, it's oh just- my gosh. Yeah. Why was I supposed to accomplish more? Like, <laughs> you know, and you get that imposter syndrome or like there's more expectation or how have I not figured all of this out yet? <laughs> Because we're human. <laughs> I know. And that's it. Faith isn't isn't like, okay, here is the to-do list. Or I like to say the check boxes. This is faith. These are all the boxes of the things you need to learn and you need to do or you need to experience. And once you fill all the boxes, bingo. You're yeah, you're holy. You're good. <laughs> that's not I was it. gonna say it's like a it's like the video games, you know, you level up. Right, you Sometimes level up. I love that. Yeah, I've learned something. I look back at I no, seriously. I look back at the last 15 years and what I did and didn't do and what I've learned. And it's like, hey, I can see there. I leveled up. I leveled up. But I didn't realize I was leveling up until now. And we're we're looking back at it. And it's like, wow. I told you before we started, I went and pulled some of my old and I didn't keep a, an actual mass journal then. I kept, you know, just the back of the little little music aid that they'd give us at our my my parish before the one we go to together now. And we're talking 2010. And here's all my notes on the back. And my notes on the back are not the types of notes that I keep today. The types of notes I keep now today, I'm doing more Bible study type things. So I'm looking at it from history and context and diving deeper. But back then I'm writing stuff like hope and love and you know, God wants me and light and revealing. It's, it's a very different feel and flow than they're the same readings. (laughs) 
it's not the same priest. It's not the same homily. But what I take out of the homilies I see are different. And in a way, I look back on that faith and it was childlike in the simplicity of what I'm writing and what I'm seeing. And I was going to say, so I don't think of it as a leveling up or down or whatever, because remember, even St. Therese, she had a childlike faith and she is a doctor in the church because that childlike faith was so deep at the same time. So I, I struggle with the whole, you know, we talk about know and grow in our faith, but that knowing, I think we sometimes assume that knowing is um, a book knowledge or like a Bible study knowledge or a... Uh, you know, something we're going to go get a book and learn. No, I think I, I spent a lot of years thinking that was the case. But then the knowing and that education sometimes is living life and seeing how God worked through you in that life and in that situation. So when I go back and look at my 15 years ago stuff or 10 years ago even, Yes, some of it was a little more wide-eyed, but that's also because I didn't have the life experience that I do now. There's There's been a lot of stuff that's, that's happened, you know, good and bad in, in these 15 years. But I, I look back and I say, I, and I told you this before, I want to, I want to journal like that again. Mm -hmm. I want to... Like one of my favorites that I'm that I remember was getting locked out of my house when I was supposed to leave to go get my daughter from preschool. One of your little moments. My little moments. That's right. I got locked out of my house and I had my phone because I always had my phone in my hand. And um, I called our mom and she went and got my daughter from preschool and she had a key to my house, thankfully. And she would bring her back. And I had nothing to do. This was probably before smartphones, if I had to guess, or at least the, the way that we use them now. And I just sat on my porch. I think I had a book in the car or a magazine or something. So I got it out and I sat on my porch and enjoyed the beautiful day. And just, oh, oh, you're going to love this shell. I was going to say, I just mm. sat, sat still. But I found back as early as 2011 references to I needed to be still and know <laughs> that God was calling me to be quiet and still. So it is been how's that working for you? It is working great. See, it's not a leveling up. I'm never going to be like, oh, oh God, thank you. I'm done being still. Now I get to no. God is calling me in the silence and in the in the stillness, he wants me to pause and, and quit being busy for busy's sake and let me just experience him loving me. So I'm not done with it, but I love that. I love that it goes back over 10 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, it's funny us recording this right now. I'm looking at you through the way that we're recording. Mm -hmm. And as you're saying that, I keep thinking experience, experience, experience. And then you said it. And I thought that was kind of cool. So, it is. It's, it's because all, yeah. While you were talking, I was thinking that it's the growing in our faith and the way we've talked about who we were writing back then, 
all I could think of is that it was how we were beginning to experience God. So I love that you brought that back right there in what you just said. Yeah. We're all on this journey. We're all called, all Christians, we're all called to follow Christ. We are all called to be holy, right? And we're called to do it with each other. Yes, we're called to journey on this faith together and to inspire and equip and support each other and our call to holiness. But it's a journey. It's not a straight line. There is no judgment from us. There's no expectations of where you're supposed to be. There is no where you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be where God has you right this moment. Exactly. We are supposed to be journeying together. That doesn't mean that we're on exactly the same spot. And sometimes we have to do it over. <laughs> sometimes we have to take a little turn and, and learn something again, but maybe in a different way because something else has happened in life. I mean, kind of like when we were walking the day before yesterday and we came around and there was a big puddle and I wanted to just cross the log and go over and you were like, I'm not running my shoes. And so yeah, we I had turned around and had to go all the way back around. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. We don't, we don't walk in mud with white tennis shoes. <laughs> well, you know, something else you say there, Lisa, too, is that we're not always on the exact same path or the exact same place. Mm -hmm. Sometimes one of us stops to look around or to savor or to be still mm -hmm. and experience. And the other's still kind of fast walking ahead. And then we eventually we catch up with each other. We say, oh, hey, come look at this. Come see this. Mm -hmm. Or we, you go left and I go right. And the pathway leads us right back together in the middle again. Mm -hmm. And it's like that with family. It's like that with friends. It's like that with the ladies we know in our small group. But we're all supporting and encouraging each other to continue to keep our eyes focused on Christ ahead of us. Exactly. Exactly. And different things, since we're unique, there's different ways that work best for each of us on how to right. grow closer to Christ and have that relationship with him. Because that's our goal. Our goal is to be with him in heaven one day and, to, and for our families to be with us and him in heaven. Yeah. 15 years, recognizing that date has given each of us an opportunity, both separately and together, to really sit and reflect back on our faith journey. Mm -hmm. And now that's what this episode is, our reflection. Mm -hmm. And all of the previous episodes, all of our writings show you our journey. And we're recording these to hopefully allow God to work through us and inspire other people to see things a different way, see things with him at the center of it, or to be open to how God might be trying to get your attention or inspire you to know something more. Or affirm that you're still, you're still growing in love of Christ, even if you don't feel like you're moving forward or making progress. Oh, I love that. That was beautiful. Thank you. So I guess our question for you, dear listener, is when was the last time you sat and reflected on your own faith journey? We'll wait for you to finish answering. 
<laughs> yes, do it right now. <laughs> but I think Speak up, important... we can't hear you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think it's a really important question that we don't always take the time to answer, to really sit and think about it. And so I know, well, and you've heard it today, like I know how just impactful it's been for you, Shelly, and I to um, to do this, to sit and reflect on it and to read back through our stuff. And so we really do encourage others to take this opportunity and, and see how it's been going for you. Because there are times it might affirm and there are times it might show you ways that you can, can grow in a different way that God's calling you to. Right. But we'd love to hear from you and through what you can tell us and share with us and then what we can also bring in from other guests and friends and each other, we'd like to know because maybe you have something that can inspire us or affirm to us or challenge us to take a different pathway on how we live our faith in community. Oh, I think always. I think we learn so much from you know others' experiences. That's one of the reasons we, we have guests on is we don't have all the answers. <laughs> We are not perfect. <laughs> we are not perfect. <laughs> also, dear listener, we want to remind you that you can leave us a, a voice memo through Spotify. If you go into Spotify, there is a button and you can leave us a voice memo. I think it's restricted to a minute, so it has to be pretty short. But um, we would love to listen to your response to our question. All right, Shelly. Do you want right, to remind them that, as always, we have new episodes on Thursdays and we, we, you know what, for our anniversary, here we go. What I want to say is, would you leave us a review? We haven't asked in a while. And I was going to say, just because sometimes I get caught up in needy little affirmation. <laughs> if you're enjoying the podcast, we would love to hear from you and leave us a review. So it would encourage others to also check it out. What a great anniversary gift that others could give us to leave us a review. That's a perfect idea. All right, Shelly, what do you think? Are we off to another 15 years? Oh my gosh. Did you say another 15 years? I'm you know mentally calculating we'll how old I'll be. I know. Do you think <laughs> I'll let my hair go gray by then? No. <laughs> I've been thinking about it myself, but no. Let me put it this way. We won't go gray until mother lets herself go gray. Mom has said that I am not allowed to go gray until she does. And I don't think that's going to happen, so... But I am looking forward to continuing this. I think that it has been a true blessing. I don't see us stopping anytime soon. How about you? No. No, we've we've stuck it out for 15 years. We might as well just stick it out until we're, you know, 80 something. We'll get on this new technology and let's let's do something. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> that's Lisa. That's the true sister response, right? Well, I'll stick it out this long. I guess I'll stick it out some more. <laughs> We'll die, we'll go to heaven, and you'll still be like, let's go do all the things. Yes. <laughs> that is me. <laughs> we still got to go try that goat yoga. All right. Thank you, everyone, for being with us today. We'll let you get with it, but don't forget to leave us a review. <laughs> and we will see you next Thursday. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>